Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. January 31st, John Bradford. Bradford worked hard and rose fast. He started in service to Sir John Harrington and became responsible for handling King Henry VIII's money. He then went on to become deputy paymaster of Henry VIII's forces when they besieged a city on the French coast of the English Channel. When Bradford became a Christian, he was ordained to be a traveling preacher. He sold all his chains, rings, brooches, and jewels of gold, which he used to wear, so he could give money to the poor and the ill. When he heard a sermon preached by Hugh Latimer, teaching that if you've stolen, you must pay back what you've taken, he felt terrible about a fraud someone else had committed and Bradford had covered up. He would not rest until the man confessed and paid the money back. Unfortunately, the man was Sir John Harrington. Nobody said doing what's right would be easy. Soon, Bradford faced a radical political change. Bloody Mary took the throne. But Bradford kept on speaking about Jesus and injustice. No matter the injustice, Bradford continued until this date in 1555 when he was condemned to death for illegal preaching. Here's his story. Some men have a way with words but God's word has a way with men. John Bradford had always been smart and talented and hardworking, and he was young when he had worked his way up to the position of clerk to the king's treasurer. But God made himself and his goodness known to Bradford, and everything changed. Bradford gave up his career and went to learn more about Jesus, who he was, what he does, and what is required of men. Soon, Bradford prepared and began to tell people that a life with God was available to them too. Even the hardest of hearts softened by what Bradford said. Next, he became King Edward's chaplain and traveled throughout England and preached that the grace of God and faith in Jesus were the keys to authentic Christian living. He was a man at war against the lies that held people captive and kept them from knowing the true God and how much he loved them. Psalm 51:17 says, The sacrifice God desires is a humble spirit. O God, a humble and repentant heart you will not reject. This was a dream job, to present truth and fight evil everywhere he found it. But it didn't last for long. Fifteen-year-old King Edward fell ill and was succeeded by his older half-sister, Mary Tudor, who wanted to restore the supremacy of the Roman Catholic Church. Mary Tudor called the reformers heretics and strove to wipe them out. The heretics called her Bloody Mary. At a huge gathering of the public outside old St. Paul's Cathedral, Queen Mary's chaplain was preaching from an outdoor pulpit. The audience, many of whom had come to know the love of God through the reformers, got more and more agitated. Bradford and another man had been assigned to guard the chaplain, which they did, but someone in the crowd threw a dagger and narrowly missed the chaplain's head. Of course, he ducked, but the crowd got more and more aggressive 
Sir Bradford stepped up to the pulpit, rebuked the angry crowd, and managed to calm the uproar. When they did calm down, Bradford and the other man struggled to get the chaplain safely away. Then something bizarre happened. Queen Mary had Bradford arrested for illegal preaching and stirring up the rebellion. He had to stand before a council and defend himself. The accusers explained their reasoning. Someone had thrown a dagger at the chaplain's head, and the crowd was about to overrun and trample him. But Bradford had the audacity to stand at the pulpit and calm them down, saving the chaplain's life. He had no permission to do that, and since he had the power to calm them, that was proof that he had started the riot. Bradford refused to denounce his beliefs, so they condemned him and locked him up. As always, Bradford took the setback in stride and saw what happened as something God had allowed. To Bradford, it was an opportunity for him to serve. In prison, he regularly held religious meetings and preached twice a day unless he was sick, and nobody stopped him. He was so trusted by the guards that in the evenings, they would let him leave the jail to minister to the sick with only the promise that he would return. The jailers knew he would come back, and he always did. Imprisoned for two long years, Bradford briefly shared his cell with three other well-known reformers. As the time drew near to his execution, he wrote to them, Oh, dear fathers, I am about to leave my flesh in the world where I received it, but I'm going to a better world. God grant it may make my persecutors better men. He told them goodbye trusting shortly to see you, where, having finished our warfare, we shall associate with all those who have faithfully followed the banner of the captain of our salvation, made perfect through suffering, and never again to be called to the field. When the day of Bradford's execution came, he was chained to the stake with another young reformer. Publicly, John Bradford asked forgiveness of anyone he had wronged, and he freely forgave all who had wronged him. Then, before they lit the fire, he said to the young man, Be of good comfort, brother, for we shall have a merry supper with the Lord tonight. Are you willing to share God's word with somebody today? God will give you the right words to say. Some men have a way with words, but God's word has a way with men. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.